if you don't accurately assess how those two work together, then you're not going to take that risk, that measured risk, and you're not going to expand and you're not going to grow. And I see that in so many people. And that's the reason, you know, everybody says they hit a wall on certain things. That's a big wall for a lot of people. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. You know what is going to be fun to look forward to is in 20 or 30 years from now uh, when the kids are talking and something bad happens and they go, you know what, that is so 2020. Welcome uh, all of you survivors along with me into this week's program and I'm going to start you off with a question this week. Have you ever gotten yourself all worked up about something that might happen and then realized that you've wasted a lot of time and energy overreacting to what you thought was going to happen? Well, if you say yes, then, you know, we're living the same life. I mean, I'm talking about like speaking in public or confronting somebody or even health issues. You go in and get a biopsy and then you think it's going to be cancer and your head's going to fall off. I'm going to share a technique that eliminates anxiety by using the difference between probability and possibility. The tool is a fairly simple mindset technique, and it's based on the simple understanding of knowing the difference between probability and possibility. And I know I've talked about this concept before, but I think it's really important. And here's why. As you have known from past chats we have had, I live on a golf course. I live on the left side of the fourth fairway. So I'm about, I don't know, a third of the way down on the left-hand side. So where they tee off or where they first hit the ball is about 100 yards up, and I'm pretty much in the beeline of anything being shanked over. That has happened. I do have a mesh on my patio and a metal mesh on my bedroom window that faces out towards where these hackers, mind you, this is a hacker course. This is not a professional TPC course, uh, where they where they tee off on the fourth fairway. So I've been here for 10 years, and yes, I have gotten hit I've gotten broken windows. Now, living on the golf course also affords me a really fortunate position to witness everybody else's way of handling this walking or biking next to the golf course when somebody's teeing off thing. And it is pretty fascinating, actually. And over the years, what I've found is that I can really boil it down to two basic groups of people. The first group is the group that sees the person teeing off or sees them ready to tee off or ready to hit the golf ball, and they just keep rolling. They keep riding their bike. They keep walking their dog. They keep walking with their kids. They just keep walking along the path. And the other group, there's no doubt about the fact that as soon as they see that this person is going to be hitting this golf ball, they run for their lives in between the buildings here on the side or behind a tree. And it's funny because there's a tree out here that is literally a twig and people duck behind this twig thinking that with 85% of their body still showing, it's going to be a protecting type of a device. Taking that a step further, the people that run for their lives, their base mindset is run by possibility. Now, the ones that stay aware 
but keep walking are way more understanding or have way more of a mindset of probability versus possibility. Because as you and I know, just because something is possible does not mean it is highly probable. And anytime I talk to anybody about this, I always use the whole struck by lightning thing. I could literally walk outside of my door and be struck by lightning at any time, at any moment. But but the probability of that, not the possibility, but the probability, the weighted, measured statistical chance of that happening is so small that I shouldn't even give it a consideration in my life when I leave my place and go out my front door. So that really is the key, isn't it? Is to have some sort of an idea of probability, statistically, of what are really are the chances that I am going to get struck by lightning. It's very unfortunate to see how many people live in that possibility world. These are also the people that deal more in conspiracy theories uh, because they open themselves up to allow any possibility to be just as weighted, just as measured, just as probable as anything else. And when you bring in somebody or somebody has the mindset of anything possible being also probable in the same manner as any other probability, that's where it gets scary. And that's why I think we're having a lot of issues. So that begs the question, what's the right formula here? So the right formula in terms of using possibility and probability is pretty simple. And it comes down to, number one, assuming anything's possible, right? Because anything really is possible. But number two, you have to measure the probability. And how do you measure the probability or the potential chance of something happening? Well, first, you get expert information when available in terms of statistics or data. I mean, what's the possibility of it snowing in July in Phoenix? Not very high. That's because you can all you have to do is look at the almanac, weather data information over the hundred and however many years that we've had it, and it's never ever snowed, let alone rained uh, in July in Phoenix. So expert information when available is one way to do it. The second way is use your awareness to cue in on physical cues. This is the important one because the the data is going to be out there. And most people, when it comes down to basic certain functions in life, we they kind of know what the poss- what the probability is of some things. And that's why we take measured risks during every single day of their life, right? Getting in a car is a measured risk. Walking on the street, going to a crowded place is a measured risk. There's a lot of measured risks that we take because we already accept what the experts have said. We've already understood what the probability is just based on our own experience, right? So in using your awareness to cue in on the physical cues in a situation to where you're not super confident about that whole thing. So as an example of heightened awareness in regards to physical cues, let's take this whole golf course, walking path, golf ball, potential death situation that I have out in front of me here. Now, the first thing you'll notice if you're walking down this path is there, there's no net or fence separating the fairway of the golf course with the walking path. So that's the first thing. So you would think that if there was a huge issue with people getting killed by golf balls or maimed, then they would have some sort of a barrier up there for legal liability purposes. That's the first thing you should think of. So in this case, there is no fence. Then you look around and say, hold on a second. I don't see first aid stations with plasma and bandages every eight or 10 feet along the path, indicating a stronger possibility of being hit by a golf ball than not. 
And third and lastly, are there like skull and crossbone signs warning you to stay off the path? Is it a walk at your own or bike at your own risk type of a situation where they're warning you from a liability standpoint? No, there's not. So taking all of those physical cues into consideration, which takes awareness, which a lot of people don't have, but let's just stick with the whole fact that you do have the awareness and we take a look at the cues around us, we can ourselves gather enough information from whatever situation that we're in to make an accurate assessment in terms of a probability of getting pegged by a golf ball. Use the clues is the key. This way, we won't walk around life always dreading the worst, always close-minded to any outside possibilities that aren't very comfortable or aren't sure to us. The possibility-probability problem that a lot of people have keep them from growing, keep them from becoming more aware, keep them from really fulfilling relationships. Because this can also be a big issue with opening yourself up to potential intimate relationships or joining a different tribe or cutting somebody out of the tribe that's not working for you. It's the possibility-probability thing. This is such a very important thing to understand, a very important thing to continue to monitor in yourself. I see this with so many people that even though they may overall have some good sense of this whole possibility probability thing, when push comes to shove in certain aspects of their life, when it comes to either them growing or expanding into like their own passion project or into a new job or thinking they want to do something else or breaking up or getting together or getting married or having kids, any of those big nodal transition moments in their lives, a lot of times they'll overthink it and become overwhelmed and start veering towards the possibility of something bad happening or it being the wrong decision versus looking at it in a more measured probability. And even though, as you and I know, if you look at the physical cues and you take the information into consideration, the probability of getting hit by a golf ball while walking on this path is extremely small, yet it still exists and there's a possibility it may happen. And it's the same thing in relationships. It's the same thing as having kids. It's the same thing as juggling chainsaws. It's the, there's, there's still that in the air. But the fact is, is that if you don't accurately assess how those two work together, then you're not going to take that risk, that measured risk, and you're not going to expand and you're not going to grow. And I see that in so many people. And that's the reason, you know, everybody says they hit a wall on certain things. That's a big wall for a lot of people because they don't understand the concept and they don't understand about measured risk to the point where they should take that risk as long as it's measured and they understand what the consequences are in moving forward because everything has a cost. And if you want to stay where you're at, then that's fine. But the cost is you stay where you're at. But if you want to expand, there's also a cost to that. And there's a probability of it not working out exactly how you want it to work out. Nonetheless, that's the choice you have to make in that moment. And that's the reason why some people that do come to me for guidance, for coaching, for moving forward in their life end up not doing that. Because once they're faced with that concept and once they're faced with the decisions that they need to make and the costs associated with making certain decisions versus not making certain decisions, then they decide that the fear is too strong and they decide to stay where they're at. And 
that just happens. I wish I could say that there is a magic formula that we can all use, but that's not the case. And I'm just hoping you and moving forward in whatever avenue of your life that you are looking to move forward into will take a look at your possibility, probability, and you'll understand the consequences and you'll gather the courage and you'll make those small steps towards where you want to go. I hope things are good. Please go to javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. YouTube, I have my YouTube videos up. It's The Javabud or Surrounded by It's Radio Podcast. You can reach me at Tony at javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. Uh, be good to yourself and be good to others, and I'll talk to you next time.